cheat your landlord if you must, but do not try to shortchange the muse. It cannot be done. You cannot fake quality any more than you can fake a good meal. William S. Burroughs. Hello and welcome back to the Turn Right Podcast. This is episode 75. I am super excited about this week's episode. I really cannot believe that we are on our 75th episode. This is totally crazy to me. I wasn't sure, you know, how much I would like podcasting, how much it would stick, if I would have enough ideas. And here we are about two years later, um, still going strong. And I'm really happy that I started this podcast. I think I definitely learned a lot from it. This week's topic is five things I'm learning as I'm writing my second novel. Now I say as I'm writing my second novel pretty loosely because um, it is the second novel that I have seriously worked on with the intent to publish either traditionally or myself, Um, but I have worked on a lot of other novels, but um, just not as much with the intent of actually putting them out into the world, more like rough drafts, but I feel like this is really um, the second time I've kind of covered that end-to-end process in its entirety. So number one, the first thing that I've learned is that for me as a pantser, I really have to write a novel a bunch of different times. First, I have to write the novel to understand the plot, the characters, kind of the overarching theme, all of that basic stuff. I kind of have to understand it from a high-level perspective, even though I think I'm getting into the details, I'm really not. I then have to edit it about two or three times to see if it makes sense, try to fix the plot holes, kind of clean up the dialogue, make it a little bit more interesting. Then I use Grammarly and do a more of a deep dive um, line editing process. And then this was my first time working with an editor. I did submit it to an editor. She ripped it to shreds for good reason. I learned a lot from that experience. Now I'm rewriting the story again and I'm cutting a whole bunch. Um, I think this process is really kind of working for me because I am seeing some improvement so far. It's like I'm finally, it's like I finally have thought through all the different angles in my story and now I can make things more interesting, shinier, stronger. And since I understand, you know, really how to integrate the theme better in the story, really who the characters are, kind of where they need to go, I don't have to have these scenes where I'm just trying to figure out the can- figure out the characters and kind of understand where they're going, where they're coming from. I know all that kind of stuff now and I can just kind of weave in and out a little bit better and really delete superfluous information that the reader doesn't care about. Number two, it takes more rewriting and deleting than you would ever possibly imagine. It was super comforting to me to learn that John Green supposedly deletes 90% of his original draft because I think I'm right there with him. It's funny because when you start writing, you think that, you know, writing like a thousand words a day seems totally unachievable and that seems like so many words. And then you think that like 10,000, 20,000 words is just crazy and you can never see the end. And when you finally write that first 50,000 novel, you think there's no way you could ever write more than that. But then you get to 75, then 80, then 90,000. And, you know, you build a lot of stamina over that time. And honestly, possibly you're writing double that amount with cuts and edits. Writing does take an incredible amount of stamina. And I just wouldn't imagine like how many cuts, how much actually goes into it and how much more volume wise I can write 
than whenever I first started back in 2017. It's just crazy um, how when you keep at something, you can get so much better at it. It's like running. I really feel like running is the best analogy for writing because it's kind of the same thing. You put in that day in, day out work consistently over a period of time and you will see results. Number three, you have to be proud of your work before you can show it to anyone else. You have to own your work and be confident in it. When I first started writing, I felt like the only way I could truly be proud of my work and take ownership of it was to have someone else validate me, was to either have a literary agent wave a magic wand over me or an editor give me praise or even family members or friends telling me my novel is going to be good. But you know, that doesn't always happen and it's crazy like how little your family and friends actually care about your work. Um, it's crazy how hard this business is, how much the odds are stacked up against you in really any art form. That's something I'm learning too as I keep um, delving into the realms of TikTok. I see a lot of other musicians out there who are very talented and they're trying to put their art out there, but it's just so hard and competitive. And I'm like, how have these people not made it by now? They're so good. They deserve to be on the radio. They deserve to have concerts with big followings. But it's just such a competitive and deep field. And you have to acknowledge that. And you have to be proud of your work and own it before you go out there and seek any validation from anyone else. Because most likely you won't get it and you'll be very discouraged. So in order to keep going, you really have to love your work and know that there is a place for it in this world, no matter how small or big. Number four, some things about writing get easier and some get harder. I think writing greater volumes of words is something that is a lot easier to me now and not as daunting. I also have more ideas about where the story should go. I find myself not drawing as much of a blank. I kind of understand story structure a lot more now. However, I feel like describing things has actually gotten a lot harder for me, and I used to feel like this was my strength. When I first started out, I favored a very flowery, kind of over-the-top, dramatic, almost literary style of description, and now that I've realized it's not really practical for commercial fiction, and I kind of did this 180 and abandoned like all literary forms of description and just really cut my novel bone dry and just started to write you know the actions and the scenes and whatnot I was like even eliminating dialogue tags and that was something that the editor kind of pointed out but I think that you know that's obviously not the right approach and I need to strike this balance where I can focus on description as well as plot and I think that's pretty tricky I'm also a lot pickier about the structure of my book I find myself thinking more and getting into a whole more over what scene should come next especially in this novel i'm switching between two povs and so sometimes i'm like does it make sense to you know be in this one pov longer to develop more rapport with this character or do we need to switch to the other pov to kind of change it up and make things more exciting create some more tension so i kind of think long and hard about those things which before i would just kind of go for it but i'm also less picky about the opening chapter by far. Previously, I thought it was an end-all be-all. I thought that if I finally got the perfect first sentence and the perfect last sentence of the chapter, that, you know, I'd be signed by a literary agent. I'd hook the readers. I'd have them all within these first couple sentences, and I thought that was, like, the only way to success, and I don't think that's true. I think that 
it is really hard and some agents may be judging you only off the first sentence of your novel, but I think there's a lot of agents that are kind of reading your whole concept and, you know, not just reading one chapter, but reading three. And I wouldn't put as much emphasis on the first chapter as I once did because, you know, it might make or break you starting out, but writing is the long game and over time you'll get your chance and you can't just bank on like one tiny sliver of your story. That being said, number five, I am taking my time. I was really rushing previously. I was rushing to get published. I was rushing to get signed by an agent. I was just forcing myself to write and write and write every day. No excuses. A thousand words a day. Push this draft through. Push this draft through. Go, 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 go till you get burnt out. And honestly, I rush in a lot of other areas of my life. I've been told in my audit job to kind of slow down, take it easy. The audit will get done, you know you don't have to be on this crazy timeline. I also felt kind of rushed to, you know, just some other personal things in my life. And I think that really we as women are programmed to rush. It wasn't something that I intrinsically intrinsically believed growing up. However, as I get older, I understand how we've been programmed to rush through our lives and constantly prove ourselves and get to the next stage. We feel like we have to accomplish everything we possibly want to do before we have kids. And that's just not true. And also, you don't have to have kids. I am not putting myself in a self-imposed deadline to get a literary agent before I turn 30. There's just way too much pressure, I think, as a 20-something to get your house, get your marriage, get your kids, get your career to the place that you want it to be all like right as you turn 30. And I think that's just crazy and unrealistic because you're still going to be a successful person if you get signed at a literary agent at 30 or 32 or 33 or 34 or 43. You know, if you get signed eventually, I think you'll be a success and you'll have learned so much along the way. I'm not going to be 30 for another three and a half years, but I'm not putting myself on this deadline uh, because of really anything. So I am devoting my all to writing, but that also means taking off, taking a rest, stepping away from one project to work on another, thinking about the work. Writing is very unique. You don't get always get stronger by pushing yourself to the point of like exhaustion. Sometimes you need reflection and to sit back and think about your performance. I think that evaluation step is really important as a writer. And I've noticed that, you know, when I took that time off with you know, giving my work to the editor, kind of focused on something else for a month or so, I got so much stronger. So thinking is work and it is really necessary. So those are five things that I've learned. I really hope this helped you on your writing journey. As always, keep writing, keep reading, and keep querying, and I will talk to you on our next road trip.